Oh, I just wanted to um, say thank you for taking the opportunity to jump online with us, jump on the phone, and uh, do this short little interview. Uh, we missed you when you were in Seattle, but that's all good. We're still going to get you, you know, on our show some way, shape, or form. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. You're welcome, man. So we're going to dive right into the interview. I know you're a busy guy. You're out in the tour bus traveling around the United States right now. You know, um, tell us, how did you first discover dubstep and... Which of the which of the artists really inspired you to start going into the dubstep realm? Well, I first heard dubstep at a festival, uh, like a festival in southern Minnesota, which is where I'm from. And uh, I had gone there because some of my favorite local drum and bass DJs were performing. And I think this was in uh, 2008, like summer of 2008. And they were playing, and I realized that it, it wasn't the kind of music that I liked. It wasn't drum and bass. And it was, it just felt slower and it felt kind of weird. And I was dancing and like halfway through the set, I started to notice like, okay, this is actually pretty cool. Like, I think I can get down with this. And then by the end of the hour and a half set, I was like really loving it. And the first thing I did after I went home from that festival was started to try to make dubstep. And so you're a producer of dubstep, dubstep as well as you spin dubstep when you're in shows or is it just all live sets from you? Oh, well, I, I write my own tracks, and then I, I DJ when I perform. So I'm, what I'm doing is taking my own songs and mixing them in between each other and mixing them with other people's tracks. And my sets are mostly dubstep, but I do like to change it up here and there, you know, like some electro or Mouveton or trap, just to keep things fresh, you know. And, you know, you mentioned keeping it fresh. What are some of the ingredients for a signature Vasky dubstep track? I usually like to start with a pretty sick drum beat. Like I, I spend a lot of time when I'm first starting a new track selecting kicks and snares. You know, like I layer everything, so I take a bunch of different samples and combine them together in a way that I think is cool. And then, uh, then I usually start with the melody after that. And for me, I need to have really aggressive bass lines and really cool melody lines to make a really sick track. I think it's important to have all the ingredients and not just one thing. Because if you make a track that has a really cool bass line but it's not catchy, it's not really going to go anywhere. So I like to combine both of those. And I think that my melodies are slightly different than other people's. And I spend a lot of time trying to make them, you know, catchy and fresh and kind of have my unique sound. And everyone writes music differently. Like, it's all from the brain. So everyone's music, if they spend a lot of time on it and work hard, you can tell, like, part of their personality comes through nice and you know i recently just i mean i've loved dubstep since i first heard it about a year ago i mean i know it's been around for a little bit longer than that and i've been in the edm for pretty much the better half of my life and i this summer found a found an online station that i that i love um you may have heard of them soma fm yeah and then you know dubstep beyond their station there Started listening to that and instantly started almost buying every single track that that they were playing on that station. Just like I just got completely engulfed by dubstep this summer. And there's so many great artists there. But is there an artist that you particularly look up to uh, in the dubstep world or even outside of that world? Well, I mean, I, I would say I look up to a variety of artists. And on a personal level, I really look up to Rusko. He's kind of been a major inspiration for me, especially with his stage presence. Like, I don't know if you've seen that guy perform, but if you haven't, definitely go and do it. 
he's one of the OGs of dubstep. Like he's been around since the beginning. He's from the UK, but now he lives in LA, and he has a really wonky style. And he's just like a super nice guy. Like really easy to talk to, easy to get along with. But he he is the craziest on stage of <laughs> any dubstep or EDF DJ I've seen. He's just wild. So I really look up to him for that. Also, uh, Nero. I love I love Nero. I love the way that they combine really pretty synth melodies, you know, with vocals by Elena, their singer, uh, to combine that with, like, pretty sick bass lines, and I love hearing their tracks. You know, both of those names are at the top of my playlist tracks <laughs> that I've heard over and over again that I just uh, love hitting. Yeah. I mean, it's we're in the studio tonight just listening to Dubstep for our pre-show before you came on. So, you know, it just it's, it's taken – I think it's taken a really good firm hold of as a definitely identified genre of music – and you mentioned um, Rusko getting crazy out there on the stage, just putting together such an awesome show. What's the wildest thing you've ever seen somebody do in, in like the front row of one of your gigs you've been playing? Um, I don't know. I've seen, seen quite a few crazy things. <laughs> but I'd say the craziest was uh, I played this anniversary show in Baltimore and uh, it was like sold out. 2000 cap room and in the front there was a bunch of dudes and chicks just getting it in you know like literally doing it on the dance floor and i don't really see that that often that was pretty crazy <laughs> nice was it one of those no camera events it wasn't <laughs> well we would have loved to have been there with the itv live streaming cameras but we don't know if we would have been the stream we might have to shut them off <laughs> that sounds like an awesome show and last weekend you had a massive performance here uh, together with Excision. How, how'd you like Seattle, man? What'd you think about it? I love Seattle. It's actually the first out-of-state booking that I've had was in Seattle back in the day. Uh, so I've been here a few times, and every time it's just like been better than the last and building and building. And this last time was just crazy. Um, I, I just I love the vibes that I got there. I mean, I played it was a earlier show, you know, but like I played early on in the night, and it was still land and everyone was getting crazy uh when i played my song insane which is kind of like my signature song right now i could just feel the energy of the crowd and like people singing along with it and it was really an awesome experience nice and you're on tour right now uh is it a west coast tour nationwide tour where where are the cities that you have planned coming up on your tour right now uh it's it's nationwide so we're doing 50 55 shows i think uh, all over North America. So, I mean, pretty much any major city, um, we're coming to you. And we've only been on the road for a week and a half now, so it, it doesn't end until middle of April, so we got a lot of shows left. And you, you're on the road, or is, is everyone in the tour bus with you? Do you have your own tour bus, or how's that working out? Uh, we have two tour buses and a semi. And the semi is carrying Excision's stage, the Executioner's stage, so it's me and Paper Diamond uh, on the one tour bus with a bunch of crew, and then Excision has his own with a bunch of the other crew. So, I mean, it's, it's definitely a bonding experience, and it's, it's a lot of fun, you know, being on the road with all these guys and having a blast. Speaking, speaking of fun, I, was, I think you might know where I'm going with this next question. What's the best practical joke you've had? Have, do you guys play practical jokes on each other when you're out there on the road? Yeah. And well, like I said, we haven't been on the road that long, like a week and a half, and it's been it's been really crazy thus far. So we've really only 
partied all together once, but there was one one guy in the crew. I, I won't say his name to save him the embarrassment, but we uh, we all got really drunk off Budweiser, and <laughs> he passed out, and we put him in someone else's bunk with a oh, banana in his hand and extra condom wrappers around, and he woke up and didn't say anything, and no one said anything to him, so he has no idea what happened. Oh, no. Tell me there's some uh, unreleased pictures of him passed out with the bananas. Oh, yeah. Oh, dang. (laughs) I'm not going to comment on one of the best practical jokes that was played on me once, but let's just say it was something along the same lines as that. (laughs) Definitely uh, definitely interesting to wake up. Well, you know, uh, you're releasing tracks. Um, do you have a planned schedule, anything you're working on in, while you're on the road or that you're looking forward to get back in the studio and get on a, a release schedule that's coming up? Well, I have a, a song called Baddest featuring a vocalist called Betty Borderline, and that is all finished, and we're just waiting on the label, which is going to be Burn the Fire Records, to uh, finish their promotion plan and to be coming out sometime in the next few weeks. I've been playing it my sets every time, and it definitely smashes it every time. And uh, I have a few other tracks that I'm working on, some that don't have names yet, but I'm spending a lot of time working on tracks while on this tour. Uh, I'm also going to see a collaboration of me and Paper Diamond sometime before the tour is over. There you go. And, you know, um, it's always awesome. You know, we love uh, supporting independent artists, seeing guys come up from out of the ranks, get big, blow up. Where can people find out more information about you, find out your tracks, uh, you know, where they can go buy stuff? Where, where's all that? Where are all those web addresses out there? Well, my website is vaskymusic.com, and you can find everything on there. You can also follow me on Twitter, at vaskymusic, V-A-S-K-I. Um, I mean, when I made up my name, I, I knew that I had to have something that it didn't really mean anything else. So, like, if you just search Vasky, V-A-S-K-I, you can find everything about me. Like, my SoundCloud's on there. There's a bunch of free downloads, and you can check it all out over there. That's exactly how we do it on ITVNW. We just say, look up ITVNW online, and you'll find everything out there. Um, Easiest way to do it. V-A-S-K-I, Vasky, on tour right now, nationwide. Anything you want to say before we let you get get back to work? No, I mean, just keep chilling. Have a good time. Absolutely. Oh, I got one last question for you. The video on the front of your website, is that that's the one where you're yeah. driving around. Is that you driving the car there? Yeah, um, that's. I think I think you're talking about the Take Me There video. Yes. That's uh, just me and my friends driving around in my hometown, Minneapolis, uh, driving around in my Subaru, you know, just like when my friends are like, oh, I want to make a music video for you. So he's in film school and just sped it up, and it's really trippy to watch. Yeah, I like that. It's really cool. So, and the, the website, again, one more time, is it, is it Vasky.com, or what do you got there? Vasky. Vaskymusic.com. Perfect. All right, well, I'll let you get back to work. Thank you so much for coming on ITV. We'll try to get a preview of that video in here right after the interview. And uh, thank you again so much for coming on ITV. We really appreciate it, Vasky. Yeah, man, thanks for having me. You're welcome, man. You have a good evening, okay? All right, talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks. And there you have it, the exclusive interview with Vasky on ITV Live, the DJ sessions. Getting ready with Wilf in the ITV Live studios. Rocking it out, having fun. Great guy, Vasky. Dubstep artist. Check him out. Check out his website, VaskyMusic.com. V-A-S-K-I-M-U-S-I-C. Did I spell that right? 
I spelled his name right. Did I spell music? M U S I C. Music. Okay, I was in the studio late last night. I was here for like 13, 14 hours. The band. I had to move the whole studio. Give me a break, guys. I'm not like on the tour bus just lounging like Vasky. And partying and drinking Budweiser's having fun. <laughs> Anyways, man, thank you again, Vasky, for the interview. Will from Area 303 is coming up next on ITV Live, the DJ sessions. Don't go anywhere. We're going to take a quick look at a video by a DJ called Angry Muffin. You got to check this out because this guy's going to be blowing it up. I guess if you can wear mouse heads now on stage, you could be a muffin and DJ. So don't go anywhere. We're going to bring out that Angry Muffin video for you in just a few moments. Going to work on getting that Vasky interview for you. We got Marco Bailey coming on the show later on. And then we got our resident DJs, Area 303, Ivan Kruss, Tassie, and Bass Rock on ITV Live, the DJ sessions. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Welcome. I'm Park Bench. I would like to introduce you all to a fascinating personality, a tremendous musician, the well-known, internationally acclaimed Angry Muffin. It's a pleasure to meet you for the first time in person. In person. What exactly is that supposed to mean? I don't know. Um, <clears throat> Well, you can't deny that there's something striking, a presence, a look you have. I'm here to talk about my music, which is my art and passion. I don't see how my appearance has anything to do with it. Okay. Okay, fair enough. Are you reading from a cue card? Your music uh, is electronic. How do you think the world of electronic music is doing? Oh, interesting. Um, can you tell the world about uh, your music? Oh, yes, I can. Uh, my music has undertones of various styles in it, ranging from modern electronic to 80s synth-pop. The dark, somewhat disturbed edge of mid-90s industrial can also be heard to what I would consider a minimal degree. 
There's also a strong rock influence from my days playing in various bands. I'm very skilled at the art of guitar and playing at a level most would consider virtuosic. Lush string ensembles and rich analog pads are reminiscent to most listeners, I would think, of uh, epic film music soundtrack. Uh, throughout my compositions, though, feelings of euphoria can quickly shift to a sense of panic, hopelessness, and desperation. Mm-hmm. That is so intense. Park, you are quite disgusting. Are you inbred? Uh, tremendous. You a moron. <laughs> Do you sweat like this all the time? So, Angry Muffin, what are some inspirations for your music? Well, uh, this album largely is a commentary on social injustice, passive aggression, various forms of social manipulation, dishonesty, and corruption, and so forth. My main inspiration, therefore, would have to be those who I have encountered who exemplify those undesirable qualities. This music is essentially me working through those emotions. The ones these individuals planted inside of me, and showing the world what these people are. Warning the innocent of the pitfalls of consorting with them. Well, I don't know, um, quite what to say to you, Angry Muffin. Um, I will say this, though. You're an Angry Muffin. I have great skepticism for those who look down harshly upon anger and the angry. Angry people should be consoled, as it is merely a sign of their victimization and the pain that is ensued as a result of it. It is those who show no anger you should be wary of. They are usually the ones causing all the anger. They are the silent, controlled manipulators. They feed off the emotionally pure like lost, hungry ghosts in the world of the living. Mm-hmm. Um, well... <clears throat> Ghosts. Let's go take a look and listen to Angry Muffin's music. clip and I'm thinking huh good let me ask you this angry muffin are you dating anyone special well unfortunately it is very difficult for me to find romantic comfort due to the fact that we live in such a heightest society due to my stature women don't seem to take me very seriously somewhere inside of me I do in fact have a deep longing for romantic connection Often, I wish I could silence that need and call upon all the faculties of my rational brain to do so, but alas, I do in fact meet with ultimate failure. I love women. So, Mr. Muffin, you're saying that uh, 
It's because of your height. That's, that's the difficulty. Well, yes. Why else? I don't know. I do also have other issues with modern romance outside of women's problems with my height. It's always been my position to treat a woman as an absolute equal, with equal rights to men. I am a feminist in every way, shape, and form, of course. However, although the women I encounter claim they want to be treated as an equal, their actions suggest precisely the opposite. Uh, can I get a gin and tonic? You are so incredibly beautiful. Uh, thank you? It's rare that I see such vibrant, true, natural beauty in a woman. You move me tremendously. <laughs> okay, does this usually work for you? Because you're a little aggressive. Yes, it works quite well for me. Helps me to ascertain whether or not I'm dealing with a lady who can receive a compliment gracefully. Is it wrong to celebrate a woman's beauty? No. I, I didn't say that. You're just... You're a little bit more forward than most guys I meet, you know? Your essence sends my imagination into an infinite spiral of hopelessly wonderful confusion. How could a man peer upon such unique beauty and not think to himself, Oh, how I long to love this creature for eternity. You're so intense. And there's that word again. Um, what brings you here tonight? Did you come with friends or something? Well, isn't it obvious? I'm here with the hope that I may meet a beautiful woman. The woman of my dreams, in fact. And as I look at you now, I wonder, could you be her? Hold up, you came to a bar to find the woman of your dreams. <laughs> yes, of course. Why not? Because! You don't go for a serious relationship in a nightclub. You need to find somebody sweet. You silly muffin. <laughs> Why not exactly here, hmm? Are you saying these aren't the kind of girls for that? Are you not a girl who wants a monogamous relationship, hmm? Yeah, but the... But, but what, hmm? Tell me. Never mind. I feel as though I am expected to agree with them unconditionally, regardless of the irrational nature of their sentiments or not. It's almost as if conceding to their ill conceptions is a rite of passage to manhood, and a prerequisite to mating with them, of course, as well. Seems no mating occurs unless these actions take place, believe me. So, um, what's your name? Stacy. Yours. I. Angry muffin. Okay. Uh, um, sorry, angry muffin. Um, rule number one don't come to nightclubs to find women because everybody here knows that guys who come to the nightclub only want one thing. <laughs> oh, yes, only one. This is ridiculous. People are people wherever you go, dear. Doesn't matter where you meet someone, only that you do in fact meet them. Hello, how are you? Oh, I'm fine. Mm -hmm. Do you honestly think the ratio of men in this establishment who just want sex is any different than out on the street, or at your workplace, or when you're shopping, or at Sears, or anywhere? No. It does not change. People are people wherever they are. No, okay, as a woman, I completely disagree with you. Disagree as you might. Some men are romantics and go to a club to meet women to be in love with. 
You women act so defensive wherever you are, putting up massive protective walls. You create an impenetrable fortress so fortified that men have to become intoxicated just to muster the confidence to speak with you. Then we finally summon the liquid courage to make an approach. You voice this inane concept that we're the wrong type, or just because we're drinking in this establishment here, I'm obviously looking only for sex. And after all that, you'll probably go on some website to find love. Hmm? Men who have no doubt tried to meet women in bars themselves are the ones who you'll meet there. You're so intense! Oh god, intense? Please help me. Well, you're so angry all the time! I am angry, in fact. Anger is negative, and who wants to deal with negativity? Did you not watch The Secret? The Secret. Anger is not negative. If anger is directed towards something which is inherently wrong or destructive, doesn't it make that anger positive? Mm -hmm. That's stupid. That doesn't even make any sense. Oh, God. I feel as though most women don't have the slightest idea how to choose men. They base their decisions on some arbitrary rule system. Talk to me like this, touch me like that, don't say this or that. Ridiculous. You make yourselves into prey for false-hearted men who merely construct a positive front in order to attain you. Then you act all surprised when their deceptive nature surfaces, leaving you abandoned and desolate. Oh, my God, stop talking! Basically, all you're saying is that you just hate all of women. How could you say that? I don't hate women. I love women. Nobody loves women more than me. That's why my anger exists. Because I love women so much. So deeply. So painfully. Yet they smote me down. Get to me. Oh, I'm sorry. Alright, I'm bored of this. I'm going to dance. Do you dance? Uh, yes, occasionally. Mm. Super. this music. Philippians. Simpletons. I long for a woman to be my intellectual equal, and I do not wish to betray my own sense of logic and justice just so I can attain physical affections. To me, that betrayal is the very essence of misogyny. Why don't you just do whatever it takes to get laid, like everybody else does? That attitude is the very tree from which the fruit of my strife grows. And with seemingly rampant and continuous flow. Well, anyway, let's see this clip.
music of Angry Muffin, an emotional exhaust device for the frustrations and tribulations of a true artist looking for love and acceptance in a media-driven, corporately dominant society. Then I watch these little people dancing to it like retards. Disgusts me. Not bad, hmm? What do you think, Park? Well, aside from looking like a rather tasty muffin, I'd say you're a hero. Thank you, Angry Muffin. Oh, please. I mean, for bringing this blackness, <laughs> this depression, this anger, your pain forward. You are a true artist. I feel your pain. I fucking hate you. Do you realize that? So long for now. You know what? Get out of here. Go on. Take your time. Don't get out of here right away or nothing. Go on, you fucking asshole. Don't unplug your microphone or anything. Ow! You asshole! You fucking troglodyte! is wonderfully diverse. While navigating through the labyrinth of moods, listeners will find themselves entranced by moments of intense joy, hope, and satisfaction. There you have it. Angry Muffin on ITV Live, the DJ sessions. Hold on a second here, Will. Go ahead. Hello, hello. I'm there we go. Oh, cool. Check, check, check. One, two. Hey, we just had to get into the new ITV Live studios. Hey, I'm over here in the corner. You can sort of see me. Hey. Not a very good close-up of Will. Let's get a camera B here really quick. Will, Angry Muffin, man. Tell me about him. What's that all about? Angry Muffin is the new uh, electronic dance music artist. He... He doesn't really make like a uh, house. Um, it's more uh, electronic, a bit rock, a bit punk, a bit disco. It's a bit of everything. Um, and here's a muffin. Yeah, I saw that. I actually was eating my dinner for the night and thinking, uh, actually, I want some uh, dessert. Uh, actually, when he performs, he has like five bodyguards in front of the stage to prevent people from eating him. Are you serious? Yes. Wow. I have to check that out. Oh, you know what? We're going to try something new so I can get on camera, too. Always new experiments here in the ITV Live studios. There we go. Five bodyguards protecting him so he doesn't get eaten? Yeah, it's crazy, right? Wow. I don't think I'd like to be an artist that would like to be... Never mind. I'm not going to go down that route. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. So, Will, for Area 303, 
Check it out on ITV Live. We're going to get into your set here in a little bit. Tell us a little bit about your, your deal, what you got going on over there. You liking the new stage setup? You liking the new studio? It's awesome. I have the room. You have the room. Yep. You have the entire table to yourself. Nothing taking it up. Yep. Uh, feeling like a little bit above. Um, what can people expect from your set tonight on ITV Live, the well, DJ sessions? The last few sets uh, by myself and with Larry were very acid. Now, we keep the acid, of course. Because after all, it's uh, Area 303, and 303 is uh, the legendary acid machine, the acid synthesizer. But I'm going to throw in a bit more house and a bit more techno, um, pure techno today. All right. Well, a little bit more house, a little bit more pure techno today. We're going to get that show started right after a quick station identification. Where can people find out more information about what you got going on, Wilf? area303.com and facebook.com slash area303music. There we go. You heard the man, area303.com yes. and area303music. Yes. That's just the forward slash on Facebook. All right. Again, folks, we're going to take a quick little station identification here. Get started up with ITV Live, the DJ sessions where the music never stops. Don't forget to go to our website and this few first moments of the shows or during the shows or whenever you're in the shows www.itvnw.com that's right register to become an itv vip member enter to win those free prizes and win guest appearances in the studio on the shows i'm darren we'll be right back with more music on itv live the dj sessions don't go anywhere <laughs> 